All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Bench Boys Podcast. Um, we are your hosts, Brennan Sampson, John Foote, and Aaron Lutz. Everybody, how are we doing today? Good, good. Pretty good. Pretty good. good. Glad to hear it. Uh, today we are doing the NFC South um, Super Team, continuing our series from the past couple of episodes. John, for our new listeners, would you like to break down what we are doing? Yeah, so essentially we're taking um, every division in the NFL and uh, we are breaking down uh, their teams and building a super team from them. So like Brennan said, we're going into the NFC South today. So we are going to be breaking uh, down those teams, which is the Tampa Bay Bucks, the Carolina Panthers, the New Orleans Saints, and the Atlanta Falcons. Um, so we're going to be pulling six players from each team and kind of all around building a, a super team out of it. And at the end of this uh, exercise, we're going to we're going to kind of like decide on our personal preferences, which which division we think is the best um, super team and which one is the worst. Um, so, like I said, we're going to be pulling six players from each team. We're going to be filling up spots for one quarterback, one running back, three wide receivers, one tight end, offensive line. Um, and then for defense, we're going to go strong safety, free safety, three corners, two linebackers, two defensive ends, and two defensive tackles. We've uh, we've kind of that's what we decided what we want to do for our game plan for defense. We obviously understand there's different uh, schemes and forms you can use, but that's what we're going to kind of do to keep everything the same. Um, so yeah, so we're going to break down the NFC South today. Heck uh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'll start with the coach. Um, honestly, the coach is really hard for this one, um, but I think I'm going to go with Sean Payton. I think his uh, many years of it, and I love. Bruce Arians, especially since he was a Cardinals head coach, and I think one of our best head coaches we've ever had. Um, I, I hated that he left, but um, I think Sean Payton has a lot more years of experience, a lot more years of winning experience. Uh, granted, Bruce Arians just won the Super Bowl last year. I don't know how much is with that Bruce Arians or Tom Brady. Um, probably a bit of both. But at the end of the day, I, I think I, I fell on Sean Payton. And I'm going to have to agree with you there. I really like um, Bruce Arians as well, but I think just overall as a coach, um, I do lean towards Sean Payton there. Um, but speaking of Bruce Arians and Sean Payton, what do you – you guys might have seen this. What do you think is the bigger flex? Um, Bruce Arians getting his Super Bowl tattoo after winning it all um, <laughs> or Sean Payton rocking the um, all-white – uh, Air Jordans on his wedding day. I think it's got to be Bruce Arians, man. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think that's <laughs> one's, his only tattoo. One's permanent, too, one's so. for a single day. Yeah, yeah that's you true. Know, <laughs> I, you, know, you never know how many times someone's going to get married, uh, so it could just be like, you know, whatever. Maybe he's been married a couple of times, so at this point he just doesn't care anymore. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I just I, Bruce Arians is such a monster in general. I, I love that dude as, as, as a whole. Uh, you know, there's no risk it for the biscuit type situations. Uh, his how drunk he got at the at the Super Bowl uh, parade. I think this, this dude just he's just an all around. I would love to be friends with Bruce Arians. Yeah, I think I would coaches... mind being friends with Sean Payton, but I think I would have a, a much more fun time with Bruce Arians. Yeah, um, I think both coaches are just absolutely you know winning at oh life. they're stellar yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely they're stellar and, uh, and at the end of the day they're both extremely good coaches yeah. i mean he like bruce arians came in for the cardinals and we weren't good and you know he made that team playoff teams almost every year he was our head coach yeah um you know i think we haven't had that we had, we had a little bit of success with ken wisenhut and uh kurt warner but again how much was that with kurt warner how much of that was ken wisenhut you don't know with bruce arians i can definitely say it was bruce arians you know he got carson palmer out of retirement you know, I think he got some of the best years Carson Palmer had uh, in his career was under Bruce Arians. So I just, um, 
I really, I really like what that dude yeah. does. No, but, I like uh, yeah. both coaches, but yeah, I had to go Sean Payton if I'm picking. I agree. Yeah, uh, that's exactly what I did. Um, okay, so I'll start breaking down the offense um, for quarterback. I uh, I went with Tom Brady. Um, mm. Yeah, kind of interesting. Uh, the dude, the dude had forty touchdowns and like I think like five thousand yards last year. Every year, I keep telling myself his age has got to show up and he's got to start regressing. You know, dropping a little bit, but he has it at forty three years old, and I don't. I don't know another quarterback who's played to his age at the level he's played. And so until I finally see some regression, I uh, I, I can't not pick Tom Brady. Um, the only other quarterback I would have gone with was maybe uh, Matt Ryan. Um, but I think I'd rather have Tom Brady's decision-making over Rat- Matt Ryan's in a, in a playoff scenario. Rat Ryan. Rat Ryan. Rat Ryan. Brady threw for uh, 4,600 yards oh, and 40 touchdowns. But, I mean, right. not far off of that 5,000, but I just wanted yeah. to put that out there. So, um, yeah. Riding back, I think this was a pretty clear-cut choice, too. Uh, it's got to be C-Mac, uh, Christian McCaffrey from Carolina. He, did, he was hurt last year, but I do think that uh, – they got to a point of the year where they realized they weren't going to be doing much this year and they just signed him to a big contract. So I'm sure they're like, you know what? We're just going to keep him, make sure he gets fully healthy and really return it back for next year. I think if they were actually in a playoff run, I think he would have played a lot more last year. I think they would have probably played through some more injuries, but I think they sat him. So I don't think his injury, his injury is, is as serious as it probably looks. Um, all right, so my wide receivers, I went with Michael Thomas from the Saints, Mike Evans from Tampa Bay, and Calvin Ridley from Atlanta. Um, Calvin Ridley is sneaky good. He had stellar numbers last year, and that's with Julio Jones. So I'm really interested to see what happens when Julio Jones is not there. As, like, the true um, number one. As, like, the true number one. I, I think I think he did draw a lot of number one coverage because Julio didn't play. He, he missed quite a few games last year, and Calvin Ridley was still putting up monster yeah. numbers. Um so with Julio completely gone, I, I feel like Calvin. Ridley, I don't think we've seen the the the, the ceiling for Calvin Ridley yet. Yeah. Um, so I really like Calvin Ridley. Mike Evans is extremely consistent. He's been a, a thousand yard receiver every year. He's been in the league, which is kind of nuts. Um, and then Michael Thomas had an injury last year, just kind of lagging ankle injury throughout the whole year. Um, but when he's healthy, the the dude is just a catching monster. He doesn't he doesn't really go for big plays, but. Um, he runs really great routes. He has really great hands, and he can just make the most out of like those small slants. So I think teaming up with those two, you have a, a really solid receiving core. Hmm. Um, tied in, I went, uh, this is my only other rookie I went with, but I went with Kyle Pitts. Um, I could have gone with some other ones, um, but I think Kyle Pitts will be extremely good in the NFL, and I think he could, at some point when Travis Kelsey finally starts to slow down, I think he could be the number one tight end in the future. Um, Left tackle, I'll, I'll start there. Um, I went with Taron Armstead from the Saints, um, Ali Marpet from the Bucks, uh, Eric McCoy from the Saints as center. Um, hang on, let me, let me make sure I pronounce this name right too. Uh, Chris Lindstrom, right guard from the Falcons, and then my right tackle is Tristan Wurst from the Bucks. Um, we had some similarities, some differences though. Um, I like your picks. So for quarterback, I went with Tom Brady as well. Um, like you said, I'm just kind of waiting for that regression, but until it happens, I don't <laughs> think you can yeah. vote yep. against him. That TB12 diet, something yeah. else, I guess. It's um, crazy, man. Literally, we've talked about this last few years. Every year, I think I've talked about it. Like we have to see some regression, and every year I'm wrong. So at this point, 
I'm not going to say that anymore and be like, until I see it, I'll believe it. But right now, I don't. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to keep putting up monster numbers. (laughs) I do think, on a side note, though, I think Tom Brady is going to have a great season. I think Matt Ryan fantasy steal with Arthur Smith in there, I think, with the going back Mm -hmm. to the more play action. Keep that in mind for, you know, you listeners out there. But anyway, yeah, Tom Brady was my QB1. Um, I say about Christian McCaffrey too. I think he, you said he's your number one running back in the league, right? In the, the entire yes. league for everybody. Yeah. And the only reason he's higher than Derrick Henry, uh, I do think Derrick Henry as a, as a running back, just a specific running back is probably better, but Christian McCaffrey brings so much more vers- yeah, versatility yeah. into it. Cause he can and give like, you a Christian- thousand yards on the ground and through the air. Yeah, so even though Derrick Henry will give you 2,000 yards rushing, he won't give you that many receiving yards where Christian McCaffrey will make up for that in uh, um, with both receiving and, and running. So. No, I do think CMC is fantastic. He's my number two in my personal ratings, um, but he does give you that explosiveness out of the backfield that you just can't cover. Um, so, no, obviously that was an easy choice for me for running back. My wide receivers were... Interesting. Oh, Sorry, really quick. Yeah. Interesting that it was easy for both of you when oh, you also really? have Alvin Kamara... The, yeah, yeah, I do like Alvin Kamara. Division. I think he I is closer don't. to my. Yeah, yeah, John's not a huge Alvin Kamara guy. I my huh? problem with yeah. Alvin Kamara, yeah, I don't. He had. I don't think he's ever been. Has he rushed for a thousand yards? I know he's he's, he's extremely had some good. Nine hundred yard seasons, but right. I don't think. Okay, so but so he that's give you out of the backfield. Well, okay, so and that's exactly what I what I'm, I was about to boil it down. He is an extremely. He's also very versatile, very much like Christian McCaffrey. But Christian McCaffrey has better rushing and receiving numbers. So I don't know how you could pick Kamara over C-Mac. I guess that's what I'm trying to get at. No, no that's fair. fair. Yeah. I so. mean, he literally, like, last year was his closest year to 1,000. He had 932. Every year before that, 797, 883, 728. So, like, and he's played, like, you know, 15, 16 games every year. So it's not – I don't know. It's just kind of like – yeah, not yeah, quite as much and, rushing, and, and, but he does give you, you know, seven to eight hundred receiving yards. Like yeah, but I mean, yeah, and, and you know, <laughs> I, I don't like hate Alvin Kamara. I just hate how everyone has him so high when, like, <laughs> you know, he yeah. So his highest receiving yards is eight hundred and twenty-six his rookie year. Then it's seven hundred, five hundred thirty-three, and seven fifty-six. So, but I also think that's a, I think that's a direct effect of Drew Brees' arm strength depleting over the last couple of years, and him needing to just dump it off to Alvin Kamara. And Kamara, being a very good running back, had made plays out of the dump offs from from Drew Brees. I am really, I think Kamara is going to be overdrafted in fantasy next year, and I think he's going to be overvalued. I don't know if, because uh, I think you saw a drop off when Taysom Hill went into play, and I don't know if Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston is going to play. I don't know how much they're going to dump off to to Kamara as much as Drew Brees probably did. So, right. I, I mean, especially, my... especially Jameis, because he's yeah, yeah. a deep he's <laughs> a gunslinger yeah. for sure. Yeah. So that that's just my only reservation with that, um, with Kamara in general. And then again, just between Kamara and C Mac, C Mac has better stats across the board. So I don't mm-hmm. know. It was pretty. It was pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. I do. We no, should, that's fair. We'll all have to do. Uh, well, we will do a top ten list for positions. Um, but yeah. So C Mac is my number two. I think Kamara falls closer to like seven or eight for me, but. So that's where I go with C-Mac. But, um, so wide receivers, we differed a little bit. Um, so I have Slant Boy, Michael Thomas uh, from New Orleans. And I'm just saying that jokingly, I think Michael Thomas is actually a really good receiver and gets a lot of uh, yards after catch. And so I think calling him Slant Boy uh, is not accurate to his skill set, um, but it's funny. So 
Uh, and then yeah, Calvin Ridley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Sorry. why I put Calvin. Oh, no, no worries. Uh, Calvin Ridley in there as well because I do think he's an amazing wide receiver, and I think taking over the wide receiver one, he's going to have an amazing year. And I did DJ Moore over Mike Evans. Um, it's really close between them for me, but I used um, more Tampa Bay people on defense because their defense yeah. is pretty solid. Um, and DJ Moore actually had more receiving yards um, and more average yards per catch. Um, he Obviously, Mike Evans is a red zone magnet, and so he had yeah. like nine more touchdowns because Brady just, you know, you just throw a little fade to Mike Evans, he's going to catch it over anybody in the league pretty much. Um, but DJ Moore is also a really explosive wide receiver, um, so I put him in there. I, I like the DJ Moore pick a lot. I think he'll also be another sleeper pick for, for fantasy. I think you can get him kind of later. Yeah, yeah, and actually it's interesting to see what Sam Darnold will do, but that's for another podcast. Um, <laughs> so the tight end, I went with Kyle Pitts too. Um, Hayden Hurst had like a, like a quietly mm-hmm. pretty decent year. I think he had like over 500 receiving yards and – was it six touchdowns, something around there? Um, so I think he's actually going to do um, pretty solid this year. Yeah, six touchdowns. Sorry, I just want to make sure that was right. Um, so I do think he could have the potential to be a generational talent. You know, we'll have to wait till we see it. Um, but with Gronk getting just older and a little slower and banged up, I think Pitts is why well, I went with tight end there. Well, it's um, my uh, – sorry, just to kind of like – tag along with like the tight end stuff especially from Tampa Bay the reason I didn't go with any Tampa Bay people because they also have OJ Howard yeah. is I think the only reason Gronk had good numbers is because of the connection with Tom Brady because uh statistically looking back at numbers uh Bruce Arians doesn't like the tight end position he just is not a fan of it so he doesn't he doesn't scheme up a lot of plays for tight ends which is again why I went with uh, Kyle Pitts but anyway sorry go ahead no that's a good that is interesting that was a good tidbit um, so for left tackle, I did Taron Armstead as well from uh, New Orleans. Terry. Yeah, me and him are on a first-name basis. So. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like, just good old Terry. You're a little closer to people than I am. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we text quite a bit. So no, Taron Armstead uh, for left tackle. For my left guard, I did um, Ali Marpet from uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Marpet. Um, Marpet. Yeah, what did I say? Marpet. Marpet. Uh, center, I did Eric McCoy from uh, the Saints. For my right guard, I did Chris Lindstrom from Atlanta. And for right tackle, I did Tristan Wirfs from Tampa. Our line is identical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That has not happened yet. That's All right, so. <laughs> so the big one comes down to Mike Evans or DJ Moore. Or DJ, yeah. I mean, yeah, so I guess in that case, it's pretty easy, right? I feel like Mike Evans is the the clear cut better receiver than DJ Moore. DJ Moore is definitely um a very strong receiver and as uh, up and coming, but uh, Mike Evans has has been a very solid receiver for quite a while now. No, I don't. And I don't see that changing that. soon. Yeah, no, Mike. Evans I will say good. um I'm very disappointed that uh there was no hometown love for me uh, on the offensive line because oh Andres- yeah, <laughs> I forget yeah. about this every time. Oh, I was like to okay, say yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, Andres Pete um is a guard for the Saints, and uh, he went to the same high school that I did, same year even. Um, yeah, but he's a good, uh, no, he, good player. He he's he not good. he's not bad. He's uh, 60 PFF right now. Um, and online, I see some mixed feelings about him. But uh, I just really good, really good dude. Really good. No, so, yeah. For if sure. I put him in there instead, will you give me the win? Uh, <laughs> yes, no, I agree with your analysis. On top of the twenty bucks you already gave him, I respect that. <laughs> yeah, I think DJ Moore is definitely like a, 
up and coming receiver. I think he had a great year. Um, but yeah, Mike Evans is Mike Evans. I, Dude's a monster. Yeah, you know, and I, I, w- I was going to say, like, I think, like, Tampa Bay's receiving core is better as a whole. So the fact that, like, Mike Evans is still putting up, like, really great numbers. Also, there was, like, that rocky start to their season. Like, you know, Tom Brady had a really rough start. I think Mike Evans had a really hard time connecting. There's some games where, like, I think there was one game, because I think I played you in fantasy where like Mike Evans had like two catches or two or three catches for two or three yards and three, two or three Ooh. touchdowns. Yeah. Like he had a yeah. catch a yard, a touchdown. And I was like, are you joking? Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I'm sitting here, like he has nothing all game. I think it all came like the, like the, the third or fourth quarter too. Or I think like that was against my Denver for... Broncos too. Yeah. It's it, it it one of those things <laughs> where I'm like sitting there and I'm like, are you, like, he has three catches yeah. for three yards, but three touchdowns. So he just yeah. absolutely like demolished me. Oh. Actually um, both I was... teams, I feel like last year um, and obviously for for this year, but both teams have really solid receiving cores. I think Tampa well, Bay yeah, is better. Yeah, and that's that's what I was gonna get at though. Evans, is like, Godwin, and um, AB. But yeah, yeah last year the uh, Panthers were no slouches with DJ Moore, Robbie yeah. uh, Anderson, Robbie and Anderson. Curtis Samuel. Mm-hmm. Like, and that that's was what a I was pretty gonna baller get at, yeah. core. <laughs> is I was gonna say like Mike Evans has had like really good numbers, but like last year he had a share. I think he had a share more than like well, I guess Goddard or not Goddard. Godwin's been around for a bit. But I do think that, like, DJ Moore has been the number one guy up until really last year where Curtis Samuel hadn't had, like, the best career up until last year. And then getting Robbie Anderson was really was really good for, for that team. So, um, yeah, I mean, I Aaron says it's pretty easy. I don't think it's as easy. I, I wouldn't be upset if you would have picked his over mine with DJ Moore's picks. I do. I love DJ Moore. So. No, I think Mike Evans is the better receiver, though. So I think I just had them on defense. So I'm, so yeah, I'm curious to see I, where yeah. we will differ here. Yeah, so go ahead. So take speaking it away. on defense, so I went my defensive ends. I'm sure we'll have a lot of very similar selections, but defensive ends were Cam Jordan uh, from the Saints as well as Hassan Reddick from Carolina. I think he had a really great year for the Cardinals mm. last year for you guys, um, and I think he will continue that over into a Matt Rule defense and perform pretty well. Um, is he listed as a defensive end now? Is that what that is? On ESPN again. He yeah, he is, used to be uh, linebacker. Because yeah. he's uh, well, he's he's exactly like Isaiah Simmons. That's not like the Cardinals drafted him. Yeah, yeah. Son Reddick can, he can like bounce around. almost every position. Yeah, so I think it's just interesting. He's he's played. We played him um, in a couple different positions. Be his best. I think it his best career as a as an inside linebacker Got last year. So it's just kind of it's just kind of interesting how the Carolina is actually going to utilize him. Yeah. So I'm putting him on the end for my super. Team. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Um, yeah, this division had great defensive tackles. So I did Vita Vea uh, from Tampa Bay as well as Grady Jarrett from Atlanta. Mm. Um, I could have done Sue, but I think Vita Vea was, I don't know. I really like him, and I think he's like having Vita a really solid, and he's a lot younger than Indominus Sue. Yeah. Um, and then Grady Jarrett. Yeah, I feel like fantastic. Sue at this point is done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he's not bad, but. He's a um, name at this point. The Bucks keep yeah. him on as a name, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah good veteran presence when he's not stepping yeah. on people but um <laughs> he's not playing dirty yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then my um uh, i'm gonna butcher this name uh foisade aloakun aloakun from atlanta for my linebacker um as well as devin white uh from tampa mm. bay Interesting. so i yeah. i apologize for the mis- i know i mispronounced that name um but yeah, i'm pretty I'm sure, sure i was uh, yeah towards the end i had to fill that in but i think for pff it wasn't great. It's like a mid fifty tier. Um, but yeah, I just needed yeah. yeah some people to fill in there for linebacker. So that ended up yes, being yeah. him. Uh, for my quarter cornerbacks, um, I did Marshawn Lattimore from uh, New Orleans, uh, Carlton Davis 
from Tampa Bay and AJ Terrell from Atlanta. So not super great cornerback core, um, but I think AJ Terrell did actually have a pretty a decent pretty year. year. Yeah, yeah. And our Marshawn Lattimore is I think really solid. I like him a lot, and Carlton Davis had a really good year for Tampa. Um, and then my free safety, I had Marcus Williams from New Orleans and Jeremy Chin from Carolina, who I think Jeremy Chin had a really solid year last year. Um, but John, yeah, where, I agree. where are you sitting? Uh, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised a little bit um, on some of your picks, to be honest with you. Oh, no. Um, yeah, no, I mean, no, nothing too crazy. Um, but uh, sorry, hang on one sec. Um, anyway, so I'll start with my defensive ends. I went Cameron Jordan and Byron Burns. Uh, Brian Burns, sorry, <laughs> Brian Burns from Carolina. I think Brian Burns just has played well every year. You know, he's really solid. Uh, Cameron Jordan's a monster, so I think wow. that, that was pretty easy. Um, I went with a lot. Of, I used a lot of like uh, Tampa Bay, I think New Orleans, and like my offense, and so I, I, I'm kind of left with Atlanta and Carolina on defense. Yeah. Um, so I also I also utilize Tampa Bay for other stuff for defensive purposes, but. Yeah, so those are my defensive ends. Um, my defensive tackles, I did the same thing with uh, Grady Jarrett. I think Grady Jarrett is, like, the best player on that team, honestly, besides yeah. maybe besides Matt Ryan. Yeah. Um, but probably the best defensive player they have. I also went with Derek Brown uh, for Carolina. Mm. Um, I like Derek Brown and Brian Burns. I think they're kind of a little underrated, but I think they're I think they're going to have really good years this next uh, year. I agree. I, I do like him a lot. Yeah. So my linebackers, uh, I'm a little surprised with, with – with who you went, honestly. Um, I like Devin White, and I have Devin White for mine. Uh, he's phenomenal. Um, but I went with Levante David as my second one. Uh, I thought I about think. that, but I think I needed um, – or I used – who did I use Tampa for? Who else was my other Tampa? Wasn't it your defensive tackle for Vita Vea? Yeah, yeah. See, and I think – and I thought about that too, and I, I was literally in the same position. I had I had linebacker – I had both my linebackers left, and I had my defensive tackle – and I like Vita Vita, Vita Vita, I think, is better than, than Derek Brown. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Derek Brown's not – like, I don't think it's like it, – it, it's different, but it's not that much different. But I think Levante David compared to Boy's yeah, side, Oluokon. Yeah. So I think that's what I went with. Yeah. I think I went with, like, the weaker defensive tackle but had the stronger linebacker to, like, have a more average uh, yeah. aspect in that, in that area. I mean, not even um, average, like – two phenomenal linebackers <laughs> yeah. like, uh, i meant like i meant like i'm averaging yeah, yeah, like yeah. my linebackers defensive tackles compared to because i think i do think vita bay is better than Derek brown so i think that that's why i meant with like average yeah. no like, linebacker core is phenomenal in my opinion i think those guys are some of the best i mean they 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 killed it in the super bowl alone yeah. so yeah um cornerbacks are a little bit different um just one different actually i went marshawn Lattimore, uh aj terrell and then my other one was dante jackson um, who I don't, Dante who was Jackson play for? Carolina. Who was yours? Who was um, your other? Carlton Davis. Yeah, I think Carlton Davis is better. Um, I'd have to like really look up the numbers, but um, I think that was where I, I'm. I, that's where I started like kind of slacking a little bit and uh, having to like make some different harder choices. Um, and then my safeties are exactly the same: Marcus Williams and Jeremy Chin. I think Jeremy Chin is underrated. I think honestly, the, the Carolina revamped their defense last year, and I think their defense is uh, is going to be really good this year too. Yeah, yeah. Under Matt um, Rule, I think they're going to be. Pretty yeah, solid. I really like Matt Rule too. I think Matt Rule is uh, is definitely he, he's definitely going to be pretty solid. So, um, yeah, that's my. That, Who the safeties again? Team. You went the same safeties. Uh, yeah, same safeties. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah, Marcus Williams and, and Jeremy Chin. Uh, and Jeremy Chin, yeah. Yeah, okay. And then, just so for PFF grades, Dante Jackson is actually a little bit highly, a little bit higher rated than Carlson Davis, but it's uh, six, 68 to 70, so just two points better. Gotcha. All righty. Well, so secondary, sounds like John's taking it with uh, Dante Jackson a little bit. Um, and then, so for the up front... Uh, I I think I'd give it to John as well. Uh, I I agree more with his line of reasoning. Um, with the his two linebackers had such yeah a great game and good chemistry together. You know, already being on the same team, obviously. Um, and while I really like Vita Vea, and yeah, he is probably better than Derek Brown. Derek um, is still really solid. <laughs> yeah, he he's definitely solid and. Uh, not that much of a downgrade, whereas uh, Brennan yours was yeah quite a bit <laughs> of a downgrade over uh, Levante David. True. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Messed that one up. <laughs> <laughs> so I I think John sweeps it again. Actually, uh, we joked about it, but that's uh, <laughs> he got another. That's one. gonna happen. Yeah. Do you want to go over the? Do you want to go over our special teams real quick? Sure. I sure. did Carolina for both. So Joey Sly. And... Oh, Sorry. nice for Atlanta. Young, young Quay, I think. Yeah. Young Quay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Didn't they didn't they change it? Didn't it change? I don't know. It's... Yeah, it's like... yeah, I think that's just how Yeah. Like people have been mispronouncing it. Like uh yeah. Tarod Taylor and Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. I went with Joey Sly from Carolina for the kicker and then Joseph uh Charlton for the punter. I went with Carolina's puncher too. Joey Sly's also a really good kid. Yeah, yeah I, I, I do like Joey Sly a lot. I yeah, yeah I, I think I, yeah, I went with Young Young Ho Young Hui Ku for his onside kicks. <laughs> Hell <laughs> yeah! Right, that's it. That's the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> he, he actually, um, kicking wise, he he'd always been pretty inconsistent, but he had a pretty good year last he year, did. right? He, yeah, he, he had a good year last year, but, back. and then obviously his onside better. kicks were like ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I think even special. Uh, it, it's it's tough, but I think special. I mean, teams it, it does team. help when uh, it does help when the the Cowboys literally watch the ball roll and then like, <laughs> yeah, sure, player sure. pick it up. But at the at the end of the day, he's. I think he. I think he has the most successful onside kicks in the last like five years than any other kicker. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well um, done, yeah. John. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, so it's interesting. Well, we can. <laughs> Sorry, my dog just like walked in, just staring at me. Um, it's interesting because I think me and Brennan talked about this before the podcast. I don't know if you were there for this, Aaron, but um, I definitely spent a lot more time on the NFC, on the NFC as a as a conference. Um, I spent mm-hmm. like I think I spent like two days. Like I mean, granted, I was at work, but I but spent two days really looking into, into numbers and, and kind of going over it. Where the AFC I did in like an hour and a half. <laughs> and I think Brennan is the exact opposite. I think he yeah, spent a lot more time on the AFC and then he spent like an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I may have I may have totally got the last two, but at the end of the day, Brennan still beat me in division. Brennan has more. Yeah, it's yep. five to three. So but it's you know close. what? I'm happy. really brought it back. I, yeah, I yeah. really I, I was really thinking I was gonna be like, man, I'm only gonna get one division. It's gonna be one to <laughs> <laughs> one to one to seven, but I'm I'm okay with a five to three. Oh um, yeah, very close. So, everybody listening, you can go follow us on social media uh, at Bench Boys, um, and let us know what you guys think of our super teams. Um, 
But John and Aaron, thank you guys for doing this exercise. Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a lot harder than I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, but thank you guys for taking the time and doing the deliberation and sitting here and spending all these hours going over the teams. It was a lot of fun doing that with you guys. A lot of fun. Indeed. It was, it was a lot of fun. I'm I'm sad I blew up five run lead, but <laughs> what a way to go out Atlanta. Go, yeah, the uh with Atlanta as the last team I almost blew a lead like they did multiple times. But <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode. See ya. Have a good See ya. One.